Well, our moms think we're funny. Wait till I get started. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> Australia. Australia. Right. Yes. Yes. Australia. <laughs> Everyone knows Australia is peopled entirely with criminals, <laughs> and criminals are no not to be not to be used to being trusted. You know, so just like how you are not trusting me, so I clearly I choose the wine in front of you. <laughs> You're stalling. You want me to give something away? It won't work. It has worked. You've given everything away. <laughs> <laughs> What in the world? What in the world could that be? <laughs> what, where? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Have we had a drink? <laughs> you from your cup and my and me from mine. What's so funny? <laughs> I love this. As soon as he says the guy's, you chose wrong. <laughs> yeah. ah, you only think that. I switch cups when your back was turned. <laughs> That's what's so funny. <laughs> You fell for the oldest trick in the book. The first being, never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only second to this. <laughs> never go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> Wallace Shawn is so awesome. <laughs> He's brilliant. Oh, good stuff. But I... The, so that is such a great scene. Everything is that... Mm-hmm. And the, one of the lines I love so much, I can never say, because it's going to be taken the wrong way for people that don't know it, which is like, I give you my word as a Spaniard. No good. I've known too many yes. Spaniards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're drinking Pete's Wicked Ale in, in Blair Witch 2. <laughs> they're, they're such edgelords. Um the the line I always used to use that like nobody else ever quotes was um in the meantime sleep well and dream of large women. Oh, <laughs> uh, so the the line that I that uh, that I like that the the battle with the uh, Fazzini sets up so great because that they so you know uh uh the fight with Indigo is great mm-hmm. and the fight with, with Fezzik is really good. <laughs> And then you get to, you know, um, Fazzini. And that, that's all really was not really a fight. That, that battle of wits. Yep. It's really great. But then it sets up for the next line, which is when Humperdinck shows up and he grabs the vial and is like, because he, he's like, you know, he goes, I was a sniff, but do not inhale. And he yes. goes, I don't smell anything. That's what you've done to smell is Iocane powder. But then when Humperdinck shows up and he grabs the air, Alcane powder, I know it anyway. It has no odor. <laughs> you know. Didn't he say, like, Iocane powder I'd bet my life on? Or yeah. Something? yeah. <laughs> That's so good. It was just either like, I know it anywhere. I'm like, yeah, how would you know? <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's such a brilliant, brilliant movie. Yeah, it, I'll tell you, the, um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think we talked about this once before, but this is the same, the guy that wrote that. Is uh, was William Golding, yeah. um, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna look up. But I think we talked about this before. He's also the guy that wrote um, all the President's Men. Okay, wow. Yeah, uh, which is uh, you know about the the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Now, have you ever read the Princess Bride book? I'm not, I'm not William Golding. William Goldman. Goldman, yeah, yeah, not Golding. He did Lord of the Flies. So I'm, that's why I'm like, well, oh, no. okay, cool. 
Uh, say again now? Have you read the Princess Bride book? I have not. I heard that it's really a lot different from the um, a lot different from the from the movie, which it's, he also adapted. Yeah, it's fairly different, but not so much as to like be a turnoff. <clears throat> like it's it's the kind of different where it's like okay, this is like telling it from a different perspective. Um, one of the cool things about it though is that it addresses Fezzik's Holocaust cloak. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it fits so nice that it could keep it. So. Yeah, like that scene is actually in the book because um, in order to get the pill for Wesley, Miracle Max sends Inigo and Fezzik on different quests to get ingredients for the pill. Ah. And so Fezzik has to go into the fire swamp and he's like, I'm too big to avoid the fire. So Miracle Max is like, I have a Holocaust cloak. It's fireproof so you won't catch on fire. And you'll be protected, which is why when he's wearing the cloak in the movie, they set him on fire as the Dread Pirate Roberts, and it doesn't hurt him. See, I thought the whole point of the thing was to be set on fire and it wouldn't hurt you. Yeah. So, but not, not that it led you to pass through fire, because of course that whole scene is missing. Yeah. All right. So, so this guy here, William Goldman, um, uh, he wrote the script for uh, All the President's Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, wrote Princess Bride. Uh, um, uh, see, uh, blah, 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 and he wrote Bush Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Nice. The, I mean, the guy kind of knows his shit when it comes to writing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, Princess Bride. I'm like, wow, that's um, that's that's something, man. That's very impressive. Now, uh, did I tell you the story? Oh, and he also wrote Marathon Man. <laughs> Wow. And I'm not sure if you've ever seen Marathon Man, but... Uh, not all the way through. Okay, so... And so you know you know the story of it, right? Uh, I know we've talked about it. There are two scenes in Marathon Man um, that are just... It's... They're so good, but they're good in this way that it's like, it's so horrible that you hate it. Right, right. And it's um, it's when the guy gets Dustin Hoffman's character, and he's torturing him to find out what because his brother uh, Dustin Hoffman's brother was in like the CIA or he was like a spy or something, and he shows up at his apartment and um, he hits something. This guy wants it. He thinks Dustin Hoffman knows where it is, so they've kidnapped him and they're torturing him, and he's got him, and he's like he's a former like Nazi like SS officer, you know. Worked well in concentration camps. He used to torturing people and that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he, he gets his, his kicks off, off of that. And he have him in this big dentist chair and he's strapped down. And he just starts doing, like, dental work on him. Oh, God. With no anesthetic. And, it, and the whole time, all he says is, is it safe? He just says, is it safe? I remember that, yeah. And they're doing all stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he's just still doing it. And he's just like, is it safe? And he's like, yes, yes, it's safe. It's safe. It's very safe. Is it safe? Like, like he just—it's—it's it's great because when he's when he switches up, it's like, is this? He's like, yes, it's really safe, and it's like, yeah, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So, is it safe? <laughs> and yeah. then, um, when they when they get out of him, there's a scene where this guy, like, um, uh, it's another like a CIA agent, yeah, breaks into there where they they're holding him, kills the people that are holding him, gets um. Uh, 
gets Dustin Hoffman's character out, sinks him out, gets him in the back of his car, you know, puts him in their blanket, and is like, "Stay down, while we get out, get you out of here." It's like, you know, just stay down, um, like uh, on the floor of the car. And he's driving, and he's driving around. He's like, "Come on!" He's like, "No." He's like, "Look, I worked your brother and everything, and, and I gave him the thing." He's like, "I need to know where it is." He's like, "You know, I, I don't know. I, he, he came to my house. I wasn't there." And he's like, "He's like, I need to." He's like, "You gotta tell me. We gotta get this thing there. Get away from these people." And it's a setup. <laughs> he's not CIA. He he's working with a Nazi guy. He gets him out. He didn't kill anybody. He gets him out. Drives him basically around the block to try to get the information from him. And then when he doesn't tell me anything, he just drives him right back to the place. And like, here you go. Sorry, it didn't work. And he's thinking that he's been saved. He's like all happy he's been saved and stuff. Wow. But he doesn't know, because he doesn't know what they're looking for. He doesn't right. know anything about it. Right. And then he's like, nope, didn't work. Here you go. And he's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 Which, that, oh my, <laughs> that is, that's like, that's so fucking diabolical. Oh yeah. Because the person like, oh my God, thank you, thank you. I don't know anything, but, but just thank you for rescuing me. Wait, no, wait. No, they, I don't know anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just like breaking people's spirits. That's yeah. crazy. So we've been recording all this time. I know. But we can make this a micro episode. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. You know, for what we're about to talk about, I think we actually need to have a little bit of humor in it first. Okay. So, uh, so, so that was our intro. Yeah, that was our intro. <laughs> uh, uh, and, so ten, 10 minutes into it. Hey, everyone, I'm a Comey. Yeah, my name's Turk182. <laughs> we like the Princess Bride. Yes, we do. Um, and the man that wrote it. Yeah. I mean, and I, personally, I don't know anything about him, but, uh. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke in person. Probably. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing season four and we're, we're doing some different things with season four of uh, of the podcast, you know, yeah. this podcast. Our mom's think we're funny, uh, and and uh, I was like, well, uh, I think we need to do something for the people that listen and subscribe to us on a regular basis. Okay. Do something that's not for everybody. Something that's just for the people that like to listen to us. Okay. You know, not for all the other people out there, right? So, the people that are listening right now, this... This is only being heard by you select individuals. Yeah. Because you are our... our best friends. Our, right. Our Your best friends. Entities. You... Uh, choo choo choose me and there's a picture of a train uh, <laughs> what <laughs> I mean you are I mean God, what's, what's another way of saying this like uh, not dicture what's what's the another way of saying for the people that our that we're this is just for our subscriber base but that doesn't sound right it it's it's um it's targeting our audience. No, 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 no. Because, I mean, they are our audience, but they're more than just our audience. They're our, you know... Our fans? Yes! So this is... Specifically targeting our fans. Yeah, specifically targeting, though. That makes it seem like we're about to shoot them down from a plane or a drone. Hell yeah. And I'm black, but I'm not Obama. So... It's only for them. There we go. This is only for our fans. Specifically. Yes. Only for our fans. Only for our fans. Yeah. And you know what's only for our fans? These oh. nuts! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, 
Yeah, awesome. Well, that, we drugged that out, didn't we? Boy, we did. Um, <laughs> did you know we knew where I was going, right? No. You didn't? Dude, it's... <laughs> It's twelve thirty. I'm I'm already not doing well. After a certain um, period of time, our minds become unsynced. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> dude, I've I've given you like four different word options. Why the fuck don't you like them? Um, it's it's weird because like at one point we're running side by side, yeah, like the two trains, and then all of a sudden I look over and I'm like, where the hell's a coming? Yeah, and I look up ahead and he's coming right at me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get there? And then I just become like Jay from it's <laughs> like, what happened to that guy? You were right here. Why are you up there? Yeah, like we have that sweet spot where we're like saying the exact same jokes at the exact same time. Yep. And, and then somewhere along the way, my brain stops working so good. Um, yeah, so. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, our OnlyFans uh, or our fan exclusive content, you know, I, I think. I think we should rethink things. You think so? Yeah, because, you know, I, I think our fans are too good to have, like, offensive humor. Um, cussing. So, uh, so you think that we should change our podcast into something that's going to elevate them? Well, yeah, like, you know, more specifically for our fans. Right. Um, you know, I think that they deserve to be lifted up. And so, you know, I, I think we need to, like, kind of maybe pump the brakes a little bit on, like, the off-color stuff, the ableist language, uh, the racial humor. You know we're saying retard? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I, I think we shouldn't, you know, make fun of the differently abled, uh, you know, in quite the same way. So we should, wait, are you saying that we should cut back on that word? Yeah, yeah. So we should retard our use of retard. That's an excellent way of looking at it, Yes. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine anything, like, possibly backfiring with this. No, I like, think... you know, the, the people who love us, you know, they, they, they deserve better. They deserve different from us. And I think they'll continue to follow us uh, and listen to our podcast with our new approach to humor. Yeah, yeah, you know, come, come on, guys. You don't have to listen to a different podcast. No. I mean, I think that... By taking this new approach, we're actually doing something better than most people are doing. Yeah. And um, and actually, uh, starting with this podcast right here and this whole new direction that we're taking, um, I think that we should do more than just say this is a new kickoff point for a better, cleaner, more enriching version of podcast while still being funny, but being funny in a way that doesn't hurt or offend anyone. Yeah. Because, you know, if it's not funny to everyone... Then it's not funny. Right. Um, you know, I think we should start scripting our podcast. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, we can pre-write the jokes. That way we know for sure they'll land. And I think it's also a good idea that if we're going to start fresh, start anew with this one, that it's probably a good idea that we actually just just erase our old content. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we don't want that still out there because that's, that doesn't... That doesn't embrace who we are now. Yeah, I mean, it's a st it's a stain on us, really. You know, I, I don't want people feeling bad for using Twitter, or, no, or you know, having different interests than I do. Or you know, I mean, if if you if you have to go to work, and of course you want to look your best, you want to be very presentable, and you want to be professional, but you for whatever reason weren't able to go out and get the necessary products for your hair, and you have glue laying around, there's no reason why you shouldn't use that. I mean, that's I, your personal choice. I would have made the same mistake, honestly. You know, so we're all, we're all only human. Yeah, that that is correct. I mean, there there is a slight problem with this, though, Turk. 
What's that? It's fucking retarded. Yeah, I disagree. I I, I I think this really is a good idea. Well, I, I think I think this is probably the stupidest thing we could possibly do with the podcast. Okay, well, tell me why you think that's stupid. Convince me, sir. Okay, because um, after nigh on 150 episodes, uh, our fans have come to expect certain conduct and behavior from us. And we want to change that. Yeah, no, we, we really don't, because, like, the... The people who like us, they don't they don't like our content in spite of us. They like our content because we deliver a certain brand of humor. Then we will get new fans. Yes, yeah, that's not gonna work because uh you know, like there there are like other people doing clean humor better than we possibly could. So we might as well plus it's gonna suck the soul out of things. Um, you know, we're not we're not gonna enjoy ourselves as much. Uh, our our strength and our skill set lies in uh, improv comedy. But, I mean, okay, so we may not get any new fans, as you're saying, but we'll still have our old fans, right? Hell no! They'll leave! Excuse me, my ears. <laughs> why, why would they possibly leave? Just because we want to make ourselves better? Do you think that our fans are so... are so... regressed in their minds that they... <laughs> That they don't, that they lack the the moral fiber and aptitude to be able to better themselves. I don't think this has to do with morality. Uh, we are businessmen doing business, and uh, you know we're we're offering our fans a product here, mm-hmm. right? I agree. I agree. We're offering our fans a product. Completely and, agree. And they have come to expect a very specific product from us, and if we can't deliver that product, then they'll take their business elsewhere. You mean we're going to lose money? Yeah. Fuck that. I ain't losing money for nobody, okay, man. Hey, there we go. Shit. Thank you. <laughs> I ain't a fucking retard. I'm going to give up some money. <laughs> I mean, like, what? I mean, what the hell? Are you, well, I mean, for a minute there, I thought you were like blind or something. I mean, come no, on. Well, I didn't know you were talking about money. I just thought you were talking about, you know, like, oh, we change it around or whatever. I mean, I can fake it as long as I'm still getting my ducats. You know what I'm saying? That's an old school word. But still, it's the same. I don't care what you call it. It's yeah, money in my yeah. pocket. But if you're talking about, hell no. <laughs> Shit. Good. I'm glad we've had this conversation. Um, you know what? I like the fact we had this conversation and we talked about it and we worked things out. And it took us what to to say we might want to change. You're like, no, I don't think that would change would be a good idea. And I was like, really explain to me why. And you're like, well, this is why. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Why we yeah. wouldn't want to change all, right? all of five minutes. You know? Yeah. As opposed to months. <laughs> yeah, almost a month of like. Of the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, that would be, that would be like Hustler. Well, they actually did that for a short time. But anyway, that would be like Hustler Magazine deciding that they were going to switch over and start making a line of children's books. Did Hustler do that? Well, no, they, oh, they- when, when, when he, uh, when Larry Flint found, uh, found God, he started putting, like, started kind of changing the tone. He still was, Still in an adult magazine, but he started putting more religious things in there and doing these things and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And then they were like, Larry, this isn't selling. We're, you know, we're losing money. And he was like, don't tell me what to do with my company. It's my company. Where, where did Larry find God? Um, through Jerry Falwell. 
There it is. Okay. <laughs> if, if you do this, Larry, that's it. I, I quit. Yeah, I, I, I want to be able to... <laughs> you can't quit me. I'm your dream client. I'm the most fun. I'm rich. I'm always in trouble. Uh, if you haven't seen The People vs. Larry Flint, you should. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. movie. I, I heard it was really good. Yeah, it's good. Um, the ending is... God, it's so... That's sad. The ending is, is horribly sad, but... Is, um, is Jerry Falwell in the movie? The, uh, there is a... He is represented in the movie by an actor for, like, the best thing. Uh, Good. It's, yes, you, uh... <laughs> um, God, okay. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it, uh, it is fantastic. Uh, uh, yeah, no, haven't seen it, but, uh... uh you know, I... I remember a couple years back, uh, Playboy announcing that they would no longer be putting nudity in, the ma- in their magazine. And that decision didn't last very long either. It lasted a little over a year, I believe. Something like that, yeah. And it was uh, when one of Hugh Hefner's sons took over, and I'm trying to think if it was after his death or before he died. I think it was after his death. He was like, we're going back to our roots, right? Yeah. Um, but the reason for them changing, I thought was sound. It made sense. Um, it, it's it's really. I know this is going to sound stupid, but it's it, it was a very syndrome approach to, to it, <laughs> which is we're Playboy. We have a a men's magazine, and in this men's magazine, uh, we have these pictorials, and we have the you know the centerfolds, these women, and they're never um, explicit. You know, they'll show some boob. They may show. Like a little bit of a, like crotch, maybe some pubic hair, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's never, it's never like big, you know, spread eagle and right, you know, right. like hey, it's turn myself like, into a human pretzel, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's it's never like hardcore. Yeah, um, they're not they're not doing with some of the other stuff. There, there's you know, if there's a, if there's something in it where maybe there might be like two women, they're not touching each other, you know, and, and so. But you can't compete with, you can't run a magazine like that in the current day and age when there's so much and people are just posting it everywhere for free. Mm-hmm. Like, when I can, when I can go on just about any other, like, anywhere on the internet and find all this stuff for free. Mm-hmm. And, and like, what if I just want just some, just some straightforward, like, you know, posed nudity without it being like you know overly like explicit i can find that if i wanted to be explicit i can find it and it's all for free why would i pay this pay this for you know out of like a 200 page magazine and i get like 30 pages of like or naked women and then i get 170 pages of shit i don't give a damn about you know plus ads you know i'm like i i i'm not going to so in that case it was like it made sense like yeah like we're paying this money because we're paying these models and all this kind of stuff where why so why don't we just stop doing that and we'll instead of doing new we'll just have so to have women in there but they will be clothed and they'll be attractive looking women plus if i'm not paying you to take your clothes off conceivably i can pay you less right you would tend to think but and then the whole thing is the magazine will sell itself still the way it ha- always was before as a men's magazine with the same kind of stuff we had before, which are really good articles and th- and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to pay for that. Right. You know, like it's I mean, I mean, I can understand like why they were like why they did it. But 
the other the other model doesn't really make any sense either. Right, right. So it to me it's like no, Playboy is not like a porno mag or anything, but it it's always been kind of known for having the nude models. Yeah. And yeah, you can yeah, you can get much more intense stuff out there, but it's known for a very specific type of nude models and nudity. Mm-hmm. And when you stop offering that, you're kind of losing something that makes you unique. Right. As a product. Especially since you were the the first one that, you know, really put that out there. Yeah. And you, you had magazine and stuff back in the day, but the first one to present itself as a magazine of this format and this caliber, mm-hmm. and you put it out there, and then you're saying, okay, now we're going to leave that to everybody else just doing that kind of stuff, and and then we're going to we're going to continue, we're going to change ourselves over to like a Maxim or FHM or whatever, I don't right, know right. when those are still around. As where some of the other places like Penthouse and Hustler, they, they actually... Went further because they started doing like X-rated movies, right? Right. As where Playboy, I think if they still did movies. They were just like the kind of stuff you would see on like late night cable, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Skinamax and Showtime and stuff. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty tame stuff. Before Skinamax decided to, you know, <laughs> clean themselves up. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It's just like when when you've got something specific that you can offer to somebody, I think it's a huge mistake to try to take that away. Right. And it's like, I, to me, that's like Taco Bell just being like, you know what? We're kind of overselling tacos. Because, like, you can get tacos at other restaurants. Right. And, you know, hey, we've got stuff besides tacos. You guys want some cinnamon twists? Maybe some nachos? No. No, nobody goes to Taco Bell for cinnamon twists and nachos. Yeah, but salad. Don't you want a taco salad? No, I, I just, I, I want my fucking tacos, man. Right. Like, like, why would I still try to go to you guys when what I want is just fucking tacos? And, like, now, it's it's slightly different looking at something like Playboy, where it's like, no, nah, this, you know, I mean, it's kind of a whole package thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to be able to read enlightening articles and learn interesting information while looking at beautiful naked women. Right. I, I want the whole package there. But still, when you're compromising getting that whole package, then... It's just not not as fun. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Now, but I'm sorry. Before it, you before you go on to say yeah, but Playboy, I mean Play, uh, yeah, but Playboy had a lot going for it that was more than just you know the the, the models and stuff, and you know they started out, but mm-hmm. at the end, I when I said at the end, but when they switched over their format, it had nothing to do with. With them trying to better themselves in any way, it was about what makes economic sense. Yeah. Does this make in this current world that we're in? Does this make economic sense? And it's kind of like um, I'm not I'm not sure that it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just uh, it 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 wasn't about what improves the product. It was about what saves us money. Right. Can we get away with this because we don't want to pay for nude models? Well, I think is we're. Can we get a? Can we keep our doors open a little bit longer by changing this format around here? Because what we're paying, we're not getting back in returns. Right. Especially right. since again, they're a magazine, and in a in a world where magazines 
really aren't so much a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to think about how many like newspapers and magazines just stop printing because oh, yeah. it just you know. They're, they're just gone. Like, all the magazines I read as a, as a kid are just gone. They don't exist anymore. I mean, even new, like things like Newsweek and stuff like that, where like, they're, they're, these things are gone. So, like, what do you, you know, what, what do you do? And you say, well, I've got to find some kind of way of keeping things going, and maybe this see, is it. See, I, I wish that, like, I, I wish they would talk to somebody more from our generation instead of trying to make those decisions themselves, because it's like... No, the way to retaliate to that in the years like 2019 through 2021 is not to take away something that adds value to your product. It's to increase your presence online, like develop more of an online presence. Yeah, there's there's some online stuff with Playboy, but like if if what is drawing business away from you is the fact that there's free stuff online that's easier to access, then you need to get more of your stuff free and easier to access. And use that as a springboard to make more sales. That's how you do this. You don't say, well, let's take away this, which is what makes us iconic. It's just, it's it's ridiculous to me. So I love the, the direction that we're headed right well because... We haven't strayed away from our true topic as of yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we're using a... a, a Better product in my mind. Oh hell yeah! For for this analogy, and uh, but you're completely right in that the you know you if you're if things aren't you know if you're looking at something from a, an economical standpoint and saying okay what can we do to keep things going so we don't have to reduce staff and so we don't have to do this because. People may think, and wow, this, we're getting really preaching this, but people may think that when it comes to like a business, reducing staff, if you have to, well, that's the thing to do. If mm-hmm. you want to keep your doors open, sometimes you have to lay a couple people off. That's a very slippery slope, though, because if you don't, if you can't find the root cause to the problem and solve that, mm-hmm. then reducing staff is going to save you right now. Right, right. But next week, you might find yourself having to reduce staff again mm-hmm. and again and again and again because you still haven't solved the problem. It's like, you know, it's it's like a it's like a person that has like a like a flushing virus, let's say. Right. And like, OK, well, to stop the virus from getting any further, we're going to have to cut off your foot. Now we have to cut off the other foot. Now we have to cut off your leg, you know, like below the knee. Now we have to cut off it above the knee. It's like, yeah, but you're not taking care of the problem, which is the virus, not the damage it's doing here. Mm-hmm. So, so even, even if you do find and say, okay, we've got it. We are able to stop it now. So you now have from like your, like from your torso up. Right. Right. I can't do shit with this. I mean, yeah, I can live with like, but the functional part of me that was going to be able to do all this other stuff, that's all gone now. So mm-hmm. how long can I still stay active and I'm not I'm not talking about you know different able people or veterans or anything like that. I'm just saying like if we're looking at this as a, as a business, you know, I've I've lost so much of my of my business to where what am I gonna do? And now I've cut back so much I don't have the money to hire these people back. Right. Yeah, right. I, I shut down this whole division. So it, opening it back up is gonna take quite a bit. So mm-hmm. now I'm stuck with what I have here and I'm hoping I can use that to grow and get money to build this back up. It's like, well, well, shit, the reason I cut back that much is I didn't have that kind of money. I didn't know how to grow. Now that I've fixed part of the problem, though, I can't just, you know, it's, it's you're pretty much done at that point anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. You, shit, you might as well just kept, kept playing chop poker with me until I was gone. 
Um, so you're you kind of hit um, hit a mark like that, and and we sang all this to get to this thing, which I don't even know. If, as we're getting to this point here, I don't even know if this is, this whole topic is even really going to warrant everything that we're leading into, which is <laughs> you know OnlyFans. Yeah, which uh, we've spoken about extensively before. And what what really kills me about this whole thing with it, right, is OnlyFans as a platform is just a platform. It really is just another version of social media. You can call it whatever you want, right? But it's just another version of social media. Well, it's social media behind a, a paywall, right? A subscription service, but where you're not really truly interacting with somebody, right? Twitter, okay. So if you're going to look at actual straight interaction with someone. Facebook is number one as far as social media goes, right? Because I'm interacting with people directly. Mm-hmm. Either either people I actually know that I'm messaging to or giving information or providing like you know, updates of my life or whatever to, but I'm actually talking to people I know and they're talking back to me. Right, right. Then you've got Instagram. In my, in my mind, you have Instagram. Where I'm posting pictures of stuff, people are seeing these things, and I'm like leaving little things. But then you can also message back and forth about what's going on and stuff. Then you've got Twitter. And the reason I put Twitter after Instagram is because you're not having conversations with somebody. You are dropping like one one or two sentences to say something and normally you're not even talking to a specific individual. Where if you are, it's not a it's not a direct one-on-one conversation. Right. Right. You're, what you're saying is to the masses because, because when you're tweeting somebody, it's going to all of them. Everybody that you, that follows you with everything, you're not talking specifically to just that one person. Right. So it's not like you're like, you're saying anything like personal or private. It's, it really is, it's bullshit. Right. You're, you're saying bullshit because you're not going to talk privately like this to somebody. So anyway. And then, of course, of course, you've got DMs and all those things. I've got Facebook Messenger. I can, you know, message somebody on Instagram. I can direct message them on Twitter. But honestly, if you're going to do that to someone that you already really know, yeah, why not just text you or call you? Right, right. right. And then you've got OnlyFans, where I'm not really interacting with you. I'm paying you for the privilege of you possibly telling me something, or if I am, if I am like directly talking to you i'm paying to talk to you right. i'm paying you i'm paying like 200 dollars so i can have five minutes so i can say something to you which is not a conversation five minutes is not a conversation right, right. If, even even if even if we actually like have a dialogue back and forth five minutes is not a conversation there's nothing that's being established in that time to solidify us as friends in any way right yeah. plus i don't care if we talk for a day just nonstop, you and me on the phone, kicking our heels up and stuff like that. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> no, you hang up first. Right. When it's all said and done, one of us paid the other for that conversation. Mm-hmm. Unless you plan on giving that money back, we're not friends. Yeah. Because unless you plan on giving that money back, right, then what you're telling me is that our conversation, as much fun as it was, wasn't real. Right. Because you're like, because you you didn't enjoy it enough or think that something good enough came from it that you don't have to give me the money back. Right. Yeah. 
They, it's it's superficial. I mean, we've talked because uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was because if you're gonna say that we really are friends, I'm gonna have to Ben fold you on that. Give me my money back, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I I don't I don't know I don't know how people's minds work because to oh, me. God, yes. To me, like, if I paid for that conversation, I would go into it knowing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I paid for this, I expect to get something out of it, and I realize that what you're getting out of it is money. But that's purely it. It's a business proposition. It's really no different than prostitution. So it's, it's, straight, it's a straight business transaction. Yeah, it is It is legitimately just another form of prostitution, which is what, whatever. Like, do your thing. I don't care, but, like... I, but I'm also not somebody out here simping and going like, maybe she'll notice me now. Right. And I would say it's a worse form of prostitution. I would rather pay somebody strictly for the purpose of having sex, just getting my rocks off mm-hmm. and then going our separate ways than paying somebody for fake friendship and companionship. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to, to go to a strip club and be entertained by the women, have them fawn all over you because they really just want your money. And you go home, you're like, shit, I still went home alone. I don't have a girlfriend, right? Right. It's one thing to pay somebody to, to talk to you and act like they're your best friend. And then you go home, you're like, I still don't have a best friend. Right. I still don't have anybody I can find in. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah. So I would, I, I would say that like that paying somebody for a conversation to, to have a, a, to a fake friend is That's... worse than paying somebody for sex. See, I've seen more of that on Patreon than I have on OnlyFans. Um, I mean, I have seen it on OnlyFans, but I've seen it more commonly on Patreon. Well, um, I'm, 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 I'm putting that towards OnlyFans because when we had our conver- our original talk about that, mm-hmm. right? You were like, "Well, it's not just these particular type of people or businesses on OnlyFans. You also have like sports stars and stuff like that. And you know, you you subscribe to their 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 OnlyFans page. You know, give you like tips on like you know working out and physical fitness, or if it's like a chef, like you know cooking and that sort of thing. You're mm-hmm. paying for that. Um, and it's like so, but that's that's so uncommon. Is, is what I'm saying. Are you sure? Fairly, because I know some people that don't think it's that uncommon at all. Some people think that not only is it is is it very common, but it's common enough that we can continue to support our entire business based off that alone. No, no. I mean, to, from from what I'm seeing and what I'm aware of, that's like a ridiculously uncommon thing. I, I, you know what, man? I'm not going to disagree with you because you and I have been friends for a long time. <laughs> and I know that you're a very knowledgeable guy. You're well-read. You know a lot about internet culture. A lot of stuff <laughs> I don't know. But these are professional business people. Between your knowledge of porn and my knowledge of internet, we're unstoppable. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's stop right there. <laughs> yes, I have an extensive knowledge of porn, but I also have an extensive knowledge of comic books, too. So Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, there's not a lot of comic stuff on OnlyFans. And I'm going to tell you right now, porno comics, psh, you don't really know what I know about them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... So, so I'm just saying these these are businessmen, professional businessmen that know about business models. I kind of think that in this arena, in this arena, just this one, that they tend to know a little bit more than you, my friend Akomi. And I say that with all due respect. Um, I mean, I, I would love to. I would love to actually meet and discuss with one of these businessmen and see what the hell it is they're thinking. Akomi, we're talking about top men. Top men. Yeah, but but they're doing something really stupid. 
Okay, okay. What, what, what's it that they're doing that's so stupid, Akomi? Because they're trying to take all the sexual content off of OnlyFans. And, I mean, come on. I, I don't think we need to, need to do another, like, introductory thing and explaining what's going on. Like, what OnlyFans is all about. Like, people know at this point. <laughs> and, and you should be able to put two and two together that, like... They're they're doing what now, <laughs> and um, and yeah, I completely agree with you. That is probably one of the stupidest things as we talked about, um, which is because my thing was when we had this this original conversation was okay. Um, there is there can be that many non pornographic things on OnlyFans. There's not right. It's mean, just not. And even still, like, okay, so here it is. I am, let's say, a professional athlete. I'm going to set up a, a site where my fans are going to subscribe to it so they can get exclusive content of me doing what? Mm-hmm. Working out? Maybe, maybe it's uh, during, like, training that, um, you know, uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, the the camps that they go into, like, before, like, football. Um to when they start, they when they practicing and working um, on everything. Uh, um, boot camp? Uh, no, it's it's because uh, um, what you call it, do it to, uh, baseball does too. Anyway, but like you get to see that when we're when we're, we're you know at the at the camps and everything before the season starts and all that stuff. You get to see that kind of stuff. Like okay, yeah, but and now uh, you know you can see me doing my my uh, my workout routine. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you guys tips. I'm not going to pay for that. No, you can get that information for free. Just subscribe to Alex Tima. I'm not gonna pay. I'm not gonna pay for your like online diary of sorts. Like, uh, no. Like, why? Again, why would I? Mm-hmm. What are you giving me that is really worth it? If if I'm gonna be your like, if I'm gonna subscribe to your your website fan page, you've got to give me something that is more than what I can get from anywhere else. I really don't give a shit about your workout routine. You know how many people out there that are working out mm-hmm. that all have their workout routine, right? There's nothing so special about yours that I need to follow yours when I can follow any countless numbers of others out there yeah, from books yeah. to free videos to whatever it is. I mean, you never have to leave YouTube. Like, watch hybrid calisthenics for the actual healthy stuff and watch Alex Dima for, like, for muscle building and, and like, how to properly, like, cut and bulk and stuff like that. That's all you need. Like, so don't, don't pay for that shit. Okay, so all right, so let's say I'm a chef and I'm gonna you subscribe to my OnlyFans page. And I'm gonna give you like exclusive recipes and I'm gonna show you the right way to cook with paprika. Like again, there are so many books out there, mm-hmm. you know, so many other people that that do this stuff for free and blah blah. blah. Like, what makes yours so special that I need to subscribe to it? Yeah. Plus, I mean, especially something like that where it's like, what information are you gonna be able to provide me as as a chef that I haven't already that I either haven't already learned or that I can't easily obtain elsewhere. Right. Because, like, what what are you going to be like, oh, hey, always salt your water before you cook pasta. And it's like, okay, well, now that I know that, why should I keep paying you? Right. Thank you for that. Bye. So, so really, what what's really holding that, that side up? Well, I'll tell what's holding it up. It's the men and women out there that are like, subscribe to my fan page and I'm going to show you like all of my kibbles and bits, right? Simps. Everything I have, not only that, but 
you know, I'm going to give you all kinds of videos of things that I'm that I don't do anywhere else or here or specialized videos or pictures just for you. Mm-hmm. That's what's keeping that site going. It's not the social because these are things you technically may not be able to get anywhere else. Plus, I don't care. Like, and this is the weird thing about pornography, mm-hmm. which is that if I have seen ex like actress have sex, I've seen her have sex missionary. I've seen her have sex doggy style. I've seen her do it with a white. This guy's like a doctor's thing. I've seen her do it with a white guy. I've seen her do it with a black guy. I've seen her do it in a box. I've seen her do it with Lola Fox. I've seen her do it, you know. <laughs> I've seen him do it in all these different ways. I've seen him do it here and there. Right. And now, like, oh, they've got a new video. Or really, what are they doing? They're there having missionary sex with a woman, a black guy, and a white guy. I've seen that before. Right. I mean, I've, I've seen that like two or three times before. I mean... So you're not going to watch this video? No, I'm watching that video. Oh, right. it, I mean, that doesn't matter how many times they've done that. I'm going to watch that video. But all this other stuff, like how many times have you gone back and watched a cooking show just to see them prepare, crack those eggs? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that. It was clean, too. I don't think I've ever watched a cooking video twice. No. I don't. I don't think it's ever happened. Like... I'll, I'll watch it once to get the feel. I'll make sure I've got the recipe down on paper or text, and I'm gone. Even an action movie, it doesn't matter how many times the hero shoots however many like bad guys. Mm-hmm. Every movie is like, I shot them this way and killed them this way before. Now I've got to find a new way to shoot them and kill yeah, them. Yeah. Horror movies, same way. Like, How many times does Jason just cut somebody in half? Well, no, he did it once. That's why he's a master of every tool and weapon out there. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to give you something more than before me. Yeah, the fallback is the machete, but he's going to use a bunch of other stuff in between then, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll keep it fresh. You got to keep that spark alive. Right. And it's like, if he uses use the machete, he's not just going to like chop your head off or chop your head. He's going to maybe chop an arm off first, run you through, you know, split you. It's, it's always going to be something new. But porn is the one thing where I don't have to do anything different than I did last time. <laughs> I just got to put out a video of it. I can, I mean, there, there are people out there who only have sex, I mean, professionals or amateurs, they only have sex with their partners. Mm-hmm. So you're not even getting like a variety of people. And, and every time you put a new video out there, someone's going to watch it. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, there's. Like, it's nothing but constant stale content. And people clamor for it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny when you think about it. Oh, it's hilarious. That, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a. It, it's not exactly a challenging thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I mean, you know, I, I said over and over on our initial video on OnlyFans that I don't pay for porn. Never have, never will. I, I just, I don't, like, like I, I don't need to. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry, can we just stop for a minute here? And I know we've been doing this this show for, like, you know, season four, we've been doing this for three, three years now. Yeah. Um, but where along the way did I become, like... Like the, the the porno expert aficionado, like because we put this out here, it's like you know a lot about porn, yeah, I do, and, <laughs> Boy, and, and, do I. I, and I just play into this room, like wait, 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 where is it that establishes like okay, and you're gonna be the guy that knows all about porn? Check, 
was because... And you'll know all about, like, we're in a history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's because, like, anytime it comes up, you're like, you know, interesting anecdote. <laughs> really what it was... In 1986... Alright, this is what happened. When we were deciding that we were going to do the podcast, we took a bunch <laughs> of different things that we were going to be the experts on, whether we're actually really experts on or not. And we wrote them all down paper and we, and we ascribed a, a, a value to them. And we put them all in a bowl and then we say, okay, like you, we both have like a hundred points. And then we're like, what are we going to spend our hundred points on? And then what was left was weird ass internet history. And that was like 35 points. Like Chris Chan. 25 points porn 70 points I said porn <laughs> because I didn't want the other two <laughs> that's really how it kind of came about it's like do you want to spend your points like nope <laughs> I, I gotta say it's such bullshit that like now that now that Chris Chan is in in the slammer for porking his mom it's so annoying seeing all these normies suddenly know who he is because, like, Fox News and CNN talked about it. It's like, man, fuck you guys. <laughs> and then the news tonight, Christopher Chandler, a.k.a. <laughs> Chris Chan, also known as Christine Chandelis. Uh, uh, no, but <laughs> best known for creating the web comic Sonic Chew. No, that's not what <laughs> Sonic Chew. <laughs> that's not what Chris Chan's known for. Like Sonic Chew's an afterthought here. It's so goddamn annoying. Best known for hanging out at the mall with a sign that says, "Will you date me?" <laughs> like, oh, we we believe this was caused by internet trolling. <laughs> Apparently, Christine Chandler was. Was harassed by online bullies. Grow the fuck up, people. Come on. You don't you don't know from Chris Chan. Okay, I just have to say If if I were if, and, and you and I, we, we we're online bullies, okay? Well, we're oh, yeah. kinda of, we're over the airways bullies. Uh, <laughs> but only to those who deserve it, which is what every bully says. You deserve it. <laughs> um It's not my mom you thought your mom dressed you like that. <laughs> If you want to get bullied, you make her stop. Like, how am I going to do that? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> uh, but even if I, even if I was a, a troll, an online bully, if I bullied someone, or how do I bully someone so bad that they're like, I'm only doing this, Grandma, because the kids at school bully me. Like, wait, what? That <laughs> 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 no sense at all. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what people have been saying ever since this whole fucking mess started was, you know, okay, yeah, Chris is, like, super autistic, sure, but he's not so autistic that you can trick him into fucking his mom. <laughs> like, nobody's that autistic. I'm gonna come and make gonna enjoy it. Being like, oh, those dang dirty trolls got me again. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'm just not funny for <laughs> So ridiculously stupid. Yeah. That is not that is not an answer. <laughs> you know, if I mean if that's the case then uh, I'm just gonna well I say I don't live at home here, I own my own house, but I just there there just waiting like, like right there in the in the foyer. So when my parents come home, I'm just there jacking off like, oh damn internet trolls! <laughs> what are you doing? They come away so mad! <laughs> I just need a release. <laughs> It's so fucking ridiculous. Oh. 
what the hell is all inside the microwave? It was the damn internet trolls! <laughs> 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 that, is, that is not an answer. <laughs> even when you say something like that, how can you believe, like, how can you in your mind, you're reading out the teleprompter, you'd be like, hey, wait a minute, that's, um, that seems kind of hard to know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's so stupid. It's, it's just ridiculous. And it's just so annoying. That now, like, everybody thinks they know about the situation. It's like, you don't even know Clyde Cash, okay? You don't know the pickle-suited man. You don't know the series of events, this the domino tipping that led to this shit. Or or the, uh, the internet lumberjack. Yeah, I was there with the internet lumberjack. I was there with the, the taint piercing and the unclit. I had to I had to suffer through that shit live. Don't try to tell me about Christian, bunch of fucking normies. I'm only doing this because you didn't stop him when he chopped down the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Bob was taken from the world too soon. Oh my goodness. But man, when when the video of Chris announcing what he'd been doing was leaked. Oh, it was a golden weekend for memes. And so many people had pictures of Bob going, Do you realize? Do you realize something? When the state police see that video. Oh, man. <gasps> it's insane. Yeah. So, boy, boy we, we ran off the rails on that one. But So, yeah, so that's how I became the, the, the porn king of our mobs and were funny. <laughs> And you became the Chris Chan, like, Wikipedia of... We prefer to call it Christorian. Oh, Christorian. Sorry. Okay, that's good. And I tell you right now, I I wouldn't change it for anything. (laughs) (laughs) I I would would rather know the history of porn going all the way back to Caligula than know anything (laughs) more than than a cursory level of Chris Chan knowledge. Yeah, I've got to say, it doesn't... It doesn't really help much on dates. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I can't... Um, so where were you the night Chris Chan shoved his medallion up his ass? I'm gonna... I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go to Quickville. I'm gonna go to Quickville. I'm gonna find my power animal. <laughs> Run fast. That's the Did I ever show you the video of Chris Chan, like, demonstrating what Sonashu's voice is like? No. Because it's not any different from Chris's voice. It's really funny. He was doing, like, some kind of PowerPoint presentation to try to sell Sonashu to Nintendo. And he was like, I would provide provide the voice for me and the voice for Sonashu. And and when I would talk, it would sound like this. All right, come on, Sonashu, let's go. And then when Sonashu talks, he would sound like this. That sounds like a good idea, Father. Let's go. It's after the extreme father yeah it's why was i born (laughs) father Uh, no 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 you uh, what is my purpose (laughs) just after the extreme oh my god (laughs) so um so as we've often done here we're gonna get back to our our only fans thing because we've got a lot more to discuss with that but uh but as as we've discussed several times before you know misery loves company and Obviously, you know that we are both two very miserable individuals, yeah, which is why we always bring other things to each other to be like, if I have to suffer, <laughs> you have to suffer. And um, and I think occasionally I have lied to a Comey, 
occasionally I have, and because we are such good friends, when I do lie to him, I, you know, I, I try to, as quickly as possible, which still could be a couple months, I try to, <laughs> I try to tell him the truth and then say, hey, look, I lied to you. You know, I lied to you. You know, you'll never be a B girl. Yeah. <laughs> I lied to him, but it was the next day I told you the truth. Yes. Um, so the truth is the reason that I, I didn't say tricked you, but the reason that I kind of like set you up into watching the dare, like <laughs> live broadcast video, right? Was because you, you, the man who calls himself my friend, who calls himself my best friend, who calls himself my co-host. Before we had even established this particular bond of friendship, you sent me a video of Chris Chan singing The Touch. <laughs> yes. That's not easy to get over. And don't think that I didn't try. Not only that, it's not an easy video to find. I went to some work for that one. And so that is why, that is why... I manipulated you into watching the Dare video and ruining a song from one of your favorite bands. One of their best songs is because you did that to me. And yeah, I, I try to pretend like everything was okay. We, we watched Boogie Nights and we, we, had, we Dirk Diggley was saying the touch and it was like, oh, that's kind of funny. It was a horrible version. But no, but no, nothing will ever erase you got the touch. And then, no, no. That was that was straight up evil. It's that because, was so freaking evil, it's dude. Because he he every note he hits is flat. You've got the power. You were so wrong for that, and you know you were. I regret nothing. I know you don't. And so because of that, neither do I. It if was you, worth it, bro. As you notice, I, I told you the truth. I didn't apologize. <laughs> yep, that's fair. <laughs> Worth it, bro. <laughs> oh. So. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>